Hi everyone, welcome back to How Have We Never Seen This Before. This week we discussed Emily in Paris. Stay tuned to hear us talk about how Emily dresses exactly like a 2000 sitcom character, how everything comes easy to her, and how she is a terrible, terrible influencer. This is a podcast where two best friends talk about movies they've never seen before. I'm Isabel. And I'm Lauren. And this is How Have We Never Seen This Before. Bonjour, mon ami. <laughs> ça va? Uh, ça va bien, toi? Uh, comme si, comme ça. <laughs> uh, je m'appelle Isabel. Je m'appelle Lauren. <laughs> Et nous sommes uh, le podcast host. <laughs> um, in case you didn't know, and we haven't said it enough, Lauren and I took French last year. <laughs> yep. I don't remember any of it, except for like what I just said, but... Yeah. I pretty much only remember, like, basic phrases and how to introduce myself. It wasn't a good time, and I had some war flashbacks watching this. <laughs> I had a great time learning French, but I can't say that I ended up being very good at it. I had an anxiety attack every time I went to French class second semester because I was so scared. Like, uh, it's ridiculous how bad I was for, like, how hard I actually tried. Did you so, try hard? Yeah. No, I did Duolingo <laughs> and my homework. I, like, I did everything and I couldn't get it. You were haunted by the Duolingo owl for, like, six months. Pops <laughs> up in the middle of my dreams and goes, who? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but anyway, yeah, we're, we watched Emily in Paris. We took a week off because I'm in school right now and it's overwhelming. Like, there's nothing to do, but it's all overwhelming. <laughs> so. Sometimes you just need a mid-season break. Yeah. And, like, it was good. We needed it, you know? Yeah. I feel like it's, like, good that we do, like, 12 episodes. That's kind of what we did last season. None of this was intentional. It just kind of <laughs> <laughs> falls where it may. Um just falls right into place every time <laughs> yeah and like i don't know how we're gonna find like five more shows but i think we should do a christmas special i was thinking halloween for next week that would be good too and then maybe i guess we'll end towards christmas so it could work yeah well now you know how we plan everything it's just like on the spot so. <laughs> yep <laughs> literally the day before hey what show do you want to watch <laughs> Although, this week, I was, I finished it all on Monday. Today is Wednesday. It's Wednesday morning. And I finished it by 3 p.m. on Monday. Oh, good for you. I know. This is growth. <laughs> yeah. It's slow but steady. We've been here for, what, six months, and now we're finally getting on track. <laughs> yep. All right. So... Emily in Paris, I, I know there was, like, 
oddly controversy surrounding this. I tried not, like, I didn't, like, read any of it because I knew we were doing it because I didn't want to, like, get spoilers or have my opinions right at all. Yeah. So I don't, like, know a ton about that because I just didn't want to get it mixed in. I did the same thing as you because I wanted to go into it unbiased, but then after I finished watching the show, I thought it would be okay to look up some French people's opinions on uh, the show, and my assumptions were correct. They hate it. Yeah. For for a good reason. Yeah, I, like, I didn't think it was, like, awful, the show. Like, I enjoyed, like, I wouldn't watch it again, but it was just, like, yeah I mean I hated this show but will I watch season two yes yeah (laughs) (laughs) I like I don't know we'll talk about it I don't want to get too too much into it in the first yeah but basically all you should know about the show before we start talking about the characters it's about this girl who has to move to Paris for a year for her job um and the only issue is that she doesn't speak French so that's basically the the plot of the whole thing. Maybe that's where my career will go. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be you. <laughs> well, I mean, I I know beginner French. And they're like, okay, go ahead. <laughs> but yeah, okay. So basically, um, the main character is Emily. She's, she, okay. <laughs> she reminds me a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of Rachel Berry. What? Because, because everything comes easy to her. Nothing goes wrong, and when things go wrong, they immediately go right again. Rachel Berry's on my mind because we, yesterday we just finished Glee. Finally. Okay, I do not think this is an accurate comparison <laughs> at all. <laughs> not like she's not like as obnoxious and annoying, but everything st- comes so easy to her. It's just like like there's no like struggle of moving to France. Like, it doesn't matter what she does. She always gets her way. I guess. But also, Rachel Berry works hard. But she also gets everything handed to her. Yeah. Mercedes Jones should have gotten every solo. You're right. She didn't. So. Justice for Mercedes. She deserves more. <laughs> anyway, this Wait, is about this, a different this show. This is not about. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway. She, um, she goes to Paris because... Well, her boss is pregnant. We find that out in the first, like, two minutes. And takes her place and basically it's her journey trying to work with this French marketing firm that her bigger marketing firm acquired and there's love and heartbreak and blah 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 in Paris. <laughs> um yeah. Yeah. Who should we talk about next? I mean we also meet Mindy okay. who is her best friend, sort of. So Mindy is some random girl that she met in the park, and it turns out that Mindy is the daughter of a very rich zipper tycoon from China, but she is disowned because she doesn't want to take over the family business, and she's working as a nanny for some French family. Basically, I don't like her outfits, um, and <laughs> she eventually ends up quitting that job to become an MC and a drag club. And that's kind of anything that ever happens to her. There's yeah. also, like, a bachelorette party in there, but, yeah. Yeah. Most of these characters are very two-dimensional, to be quite yeah. honest. But you do have Sylvie. Um, I'd say she's the only character with some real depth here. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it, Sylvia is her, her new French boss. She's supposed to be kind of like a Miranda Priestly type, if you've ever seen Devil Wears Prada. Yeah. Um, she's very business. She's like, the French Anna Winter. Yeah. And she wants her brands to remain exclusive and high-end, so she's reluctant to take Emily in because Emily is so social media oriented. Um, and so that's a huge point of contention. And she also just doesn't respect Emily. I mean, who respects Emily? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so sh- she has some depth. She she has some moments where she's nice and you you see that she's she's not just like a mean boss. Um, but yeah, she's also having an affair with um, this one of her clients and that's a plot point in the show as well. Yeah. Um, yes. So then you have Emily's neighbor, <laughs> Gabrielle, and he is basically this sexy neighbor whose door <laughs> she keeps accidentally knocking on because she doesn't understand how door she doesn't understand how floors work in Europe. <laughs> Like, she's so dumb. Like, after the first, like, I get it, the first time, like, by yourself, you're like, oh, oh, oops, like, my bad. But more than once. Really? Yeah. That's something that you learn in French 101 when you're studying vacation <laughs> unit. Um, But yeah, he is very flirty with her, even though he has a girlfriend who's really, really nice. And her name is Kimmy. She's super cool. About? She her family owns like a uh, champagneerie. I don't don't know what the the term is, but like they own they have their a vineyard. <laughs> is it a vineyard? There's the grapes that grow. It's a vineyard. Oh, okay. I guess they own a vineyard, but they just make champagne. They're they have their own label. Um, and she wants to have eventually, like she wants to have Emily put their champagne on her marketing firm's, like, list of brands, I guess. She's super nice. She, like, helps her get flowers because she can't say French. <laughs> um, <laughs> and basically, Gabrielle doesn't tell her anything, and she's, like, best friends with Emily despite all the things she does to her boyfriend behind her back. Yep. Yep. Honestly, Camille deserves more. Yeah. Oh, her, her mom also tries to fund... Gabrielle's restaurant when he tries to like buy it from his boss and he doesn't want her help. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention that he's a chef. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say that like the last two important characters are no. um her two co-workers, <laughs> Luke and uh Julian. Um Julian is my favorite. He is um the sassy French co-worker who doesn't put up with Emily's shit. Um but they they end up like play fighting a lot and they become good friends. He's the one with the crazy hair, right? No, he's the oh. he's the sassy one. And then Luke I thought is, they were both like pretty. I never got their names. <laughs> I think Luke is creepy. I don't like him. Yeah, he's a little creepy. He's very sexual. Yeah, but everything everything is sexual. Yes, they paint this show to be to ha- like to make French men seem so overly sexual and creepy that was a huge problem that um like french people had with it and i agree like they made 
Frenchmen look so bad in this. Yeah, and not, like, and even, like, like, everything everyone said, there was just, like, some sexual innuendo, like, underneath it. It was just, like, what, like, can you not for, like, two minutes? <laughs> it's weird how, so, we didn't say this, but Emily is played by Lily Collins, and Lily Collins was a major producer of this show. I, yeah, I saw that. Wouldn't expect this from her. Because I feel like she's so used to playing such serious roles recently. Like, she was yeah. in the, the Ted Bundy thing. She was in the um the one, the eating disorder one. I have no... Yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. I, like, saw a couple minutes of that. I never watched the whole thing. Yeah. But I wouldn't expect this from her. But this is, this is also an MTV show that, like, paired with Netflix, partnered with Netflix. I mm-hmm. could see this from MTV. Yeah. But... Yeah, that's kind of all the characters. I mean, so basically for episodes one and two, it's Emily arriving in Paris. She's kind of just given this job because her boss is pregnant and can't handle the French perfume. She has absolutely no understanding of French culture. Um, she can't speak French, so it's just like a disaster when she gets there. The The music is really cool, though. I like like the French music that they play um, consistently. Um yeah, it's cool. Anyway, um, I actually wrote that down. The only thing saving this show is the <laughs> soundtrack. <laughs> um, the one thing I did like kind of think was interesting was like their commentary on like French culture versus American like work culture, and how like when the first day Emily arrives at like eight thirty in the morning at this marketing firm and like she's just like are are you on a holiday like what's going on and um I guess it's Julian who yeah okay Julian like shows up and he's like no we don't even open until 10 30 and like they take really long lunches and that's like I don't know everything's just like much more relaxed and I understand that from like being in other countries apparently the whole 10 30 a.m thing is a lie (laughs) I was like, reading, like, a French person's review of this, and she was like, I go to work at 8.30 every morning, um, sometimes I work until 7 p.m., um, this show is not accurate in that sense. Well, like, Emily never works, so that's, like, one thing, Mm -hmm. like, that I don't believe, but, like, I believe that they take more time for themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, they do have long lunches. Yeah, and, Basically, they, like, try and get her to leave. They're, like, trying to push her out. Like, Sylvie's trying to be, like, extra mean to her. Um, And when they're mean, she makes her friend Mindy. And she... What she does is, like, she creates this Instagram called Emily in Paris. And she takes a lot of pictures and has the worst captions in the world. And somehow grows her platform from, like, 26 followers to 500 in, like, a night. Like, that is not how it works at all. And, like, they're the worst captions in the world. And it's just, like, a selfie of her every single time, like, tilting her head back. And she's, like, face. Anyway, basically in episode two, she try- finally tries to, like, get immersed in the culture and takes French class. She's not great. And she only goes once. Um, <laughs> and she keeps gaining followers. It's, like, this weird, like, underlying thing that doesn't make any sense. The one thing about this episode was that this is kind of when, like, another guy was introduced, one of the, um, the clients that's actually the affair, the guy that's having an affair with Sylvie, 
And I, the one thing that I did, like, read about this show was that, like, they were like, why do all these guys, like, like her? Like, every single guy that's introduced, like, likes her. Which is annoying, but also, like, when we went abroad, like, <laughs> they were, like, obsessed with, like, American girls. Yeah. It was kind of weird. Yeah, it's, it's like, it's just a little weird, but, like, it wouldn't be, like, every single guy you ever met, but... Yeah. Some one remember that one time that random guy came up to us in the street and was like, "You guys look American." We're like, "Um, okay." And then he just <laughs> tried to like talk to us and flirt with us. And we were like, "I'm coming home from class. Can you leave me alone?" Yeah, it's just like very um weird how obsessed they like other countries are with American girls like it. That I was like I kind of understood it, but also it was like it's not like every guy's gonna want to date you and buy you lingerie or whatever. They're just like kind of like trying to talk to you. Um, oh, I don't like either of their styles. I think they're awful, dude. <sighs> why does Emily dress like a randomized sim? It's like every two thousand show for kids. I wrote that down. It's like I don't know where this came from. She know? dresses like Hannah Montana did. In, like, 2006. <laughs> yes. And then Mindy's Lily. And it's just like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's so awful. And why does she wear a beret everywhere? Yeah. Every single time. She just doesn't know how to... She just thinks that putting pattern on pattern on pattern is going to work. And she's never always, does. always, always wearing hats. And it's not just, like, a beret. It's, like, a bucket hat. It's, like a, like, a weird structured bucket hat like I don't know it's it's not good I also think she might have been wearing a wig for like a lot of this because there's some scenes where you can tell like that she's wearing like her actual hair and like a few extensions but then there are other scenes where like it looks like she's wearing a full-on wig and I looked it up and there's nothing on it but when I was typing it into google it auto-filled so oh. a lot of people must have thought that. Maybe, I don't know. But yeah, their style sucks. And I like didn't write any of the plot line because I don't think it's important. But also, everyone's very forward with their feelings, which is something like I've noticed from being abroad as well. So that part, like I was like, oh, that's probably like normal. And Americans are just like, ah, this is weird. And she also has a boyfriend, which I, we didn't mention, but her boyfriend... Like, was totally fine with everything in the first episode. And now in the second episode, he's like, I can't do this anymore. And is like, bye, I'm not coming. Wait, I thought that was so funny. <laughs> really? Yeah, because, okay, so she, like, randomly sprung it on him. She was like, we're going to have a long-distance relationship here. All the times you can come visit me, like, blah, 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 blah. And he was like, uh, uh, okay. And then he was like, I guess I'll, I'll go along with this. And then he didn't want to... Like, they had one, like, small fight and then just broke up. Yeah. Like, if you're have, you're in a long-distance relationship, you're going to get into quite a few fights. Like, it's going to happen. Um, But it was just annoying that he was, like, painted to be the bad guy. But, like, she was the one that moved away from him. Like, he's out there pursuing his own dreams and they don't involve her anymore. So, yeah. As someone who's been in a weird long-distance relationship just just break up I just like didn't even see the point of that relationship being in there if he's just gonna like dip after the second episode <laughs> um exactly like she could have just like 
been like, I don't want to date anyone right when I get here. And they wouldn't have to worry about that boyfriend thing. But Or just not include him at all. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. Like, like cut that part out and just be like, she's just moved to France. She doesn't want to date anybody right away. Yeah. Like, um, she's so into her work, allegedly, even though she does no work. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, great. Love that. And also, she, at least for the first few episodes, every time she tries to speak French to somebody, she just types it into Google. <laughs> <laughs> it's wrong. And that was me doing my French homework. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. It's just, every time she, like, posts on social media, I just cringe. It was, like, one of them, it's, like, for a later episode, but she's, like, hashtag champagne and champagne. Or whatever. And it's just, like, no thanks. Oh, another thing, too, is that in one of these episodes, she, she, like, randomly had to go to a party, and she just pulled a ball gown out of her suitcase just like that. <laughs> that was us when we went to Thailand and we were like, we're just gonna, like, bring a prom dress. <laughs> and then my last comment about this was she's, like, complaining about how small her apartment is in Paris and how it was, like, a maid's chamber or whatever, but that's actually a really nice Parisian apartment. A lot of apartments in Paris don't even have a bathroom in them did you ever have to like look up like parisian apartments and like look into like what like living in paris was like in french class no but i had a tiktok come up today of someone living in one of those apartments and they showed me they personally showed no like it showed me like how like small it was but then also how they had a bathroom outside of it yeah the bathroom like if, if she was in that type of living where she lived in the sham sham I can't pronounce it right. I'm gonna embarrass myself. But the maid's chamber, okay? I'm using it. It's article. probably like Chambre de Ma- de de Bon. De- okay, whatever. But I don't remember the name. I'm I'm so bad at pronouncing things in French. But um those are specifically for like students usually. And so the bathrooms are usually communal and the kitchens are so 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 small. So whatever she's living in is quite a quite nice apartment and yeah, it's, it's got to be like world visa yeah made <laughs> but yeah there wasn't like honestly there wasn't anything special about any of the episodes but i feel like that's kind of the gist of one and two she doesn't understand anything about friends and that's the whole season there you go we're done <laughs> <laughs> but yeah we can move on to three and four okay three and four. Oh. okay so episode Oh. Episode, this is kind of, um, okay. Episode three <sighs> kind of starts off with, um, Emily is at a commercial shoot for, we should start calling him by his name because he's kind of a big character, Anton. Mm-hmm. Anton. <laughs> he's, I don't know why I spelled his name wrong in my notes. Anton <laughs> is his name. Um, he's the, the client that Sylvie's having an affair with and he owns the, this perfume brand. And um, there's a commercial shoot for it, and the woman in the commercial has to walk across the bridge. I forget what bridge it is. It's some really famous bridge. Um, <laughs> she basically has to walk across it naked while fully clothed men are gazing at her. And no one seems to have a problem with this except Emily. And 
Emily talks about the male gaze and feminism, and then all the people that she's with start um, making fun of the Me Too movement, which, like, once again, is painting French people to be horrible. Yeah. And now she also, her shower broke, so now she has to use Gabrielle's shower. In the end of the episode, uh, she ends up making the commercial a political statement and some really famous people like retweet the commercial and it blows up the commercial is awful though like just the production value on the commercial like they could have couldn't have tried harder it's like really bad (laughs) it's awful and also like i feel like in perfume ads everyone's naked yeah like Like, that's how it usually is yeah it's Um, just like i don't know yeah, so that was that episode, and then episode four, um, we, so she's still using Gabrielle's shower, and she runs into this girl, Kemi, um, and doesn't realize right off the bat that, uh, she is Gabrielle's boyfriend, girlfriend, <laughs> I'm getting all turned around, and she owns an art gallery, and, when they first meet, they kiss on the lips by accident, and I honestly thought they were gonna go someplace with this. So did I, because Camille's, like, very flirty with her. Yeah! I respected Emily so much more once I found out that there's a chance that she's bisexual. <laughs> However, that it nothing ever came of them, which is annoying. Yeah. So there's, like, a weird sexual tension between Gabrielle, Camille, and Emily. I don't know why someone would want to have sexual tension with Emily. <laughs> She's so cringy. And Gabrielle starts cooking for Emily and makes her an omelet that's really not a French omelet. And I was so offended to look at that. And um, anything else important? Um, Nothing. Oh, the one thing is that in this episode, she starts to sell the idea of a hotel fragrance. She like just pulls this idea out of nowhere because she's like oh I'm going to this art gallery and because I brought this idea up to this guy she's never met this guy in her life but it's a big hotel like tycoon guy but the one thing I did like was that idea is actually very smart um a lot of hotel chains do that they have their own like signature scent that's like just like pumped through the air um because whenever you go somewhere, you'll be reminded of that scent, and then you can also buy it, which is um, really smart. So I like that they have that in there. Mm -hmm. That was a good idea. She Um, just doesn't back up anything that she does with research, though. Yeah, she just kind of just like, oh, why don't we try this? And then it's like, oh, yeah, what a great idea. And everyone, like, loves her ideas and doesn't question them at all, and it's kind of annoying. Mm -hmm. Like, even Sylvie doesn't. Sylvie's just like, lets it happen. Mm -hmm. Like, they invest so much money into her ideas without any sort of research like statistics like budget nope like I get that's I get that that's not like exciting to put on a show but at the same time like show her working occasionally (laughs) like she never works and you're like how how does anything happen you know do you know that um like the the video from Camp Rock of the girl playing the keyboard and she like presses yes. three keys and <laughs> and everyone's like or and Demi Lovato's like she's really good I feel like that's <laughs> Emily she like just takes a picture like types like three words in a caption everyone's like 
she's really good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So some the thing I like really also found annoying about uh, specifically episode four was that she just like randomly meets the nicest people on the street. Like she meets Kimmy just on the street, and then they like invite her places, and she's like, "Yeah, I'll go." Like no questions. Like she just like she met Mindy randomly on the street. She meets Kimmy randomly on the street. It's just like why? Like I don't know. It bothered me a lot. I guess that also ties in, though, with the fact that she only sees the good in people. Like, that's one of her character traits, I guess. Like, she specifically said that. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But um, one of my, like, favorite quotes from this is when um, she, like, was really angry. And she's like, I'm going to lun- to a long lunch with wine. And Julian goes... It's 11 a.m. And she goes, well, c'est la vie. <laughs> yeah. She says that a lot. She says c'est la vie, like, all the time. I know. When you know one phrase in French. <laughs> oh, I forgot to mention this. I'm sorry, everyone. We- I also forgot to mention that um, Emily smooches Gabri- Gabrielle at the end of episode four. Before finding out that right. he is dating Camille. Yeah, I think it's, like... That's, like, also, like, really on him, though, for not telling her at the beginning. Yes. Because, like, they're flirt- they flirt, like, all the time. She showered in his home. What I don't understand is how she couldn't hear- If she can hear every sound that that's happening in the apartment. Right. Why, um, she can only start hearing them have sex, like, the day after she finds out that they're dating. Yeah, that was weird. It was, like, so she wasn't around for, like, the first two weeks of her living there. Like, that doesn't seem likely. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it, or, like, he never called. Like, you'd definitely be able to hear all of that. Um, yep. Also, yeah. he was just so flirty and inappropriate with her. Yeah. It's just, like, I don't know. I feel like, but that's how, like, all of them are. They're all like, let's go to dinner. Let's, like, blah, blah, blah. At one point, um, Aunt Antoine, um, he buys her lingerie and, like, is, like, no, that's not, like, for you to wear for me. It's for you to wear for you. Like, but, like, that's, like, is, like, super weird and inappropriate. Just mm-hmm. to be, like... Creepy and unprofessional. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't, like, care, like, if they're trying to, like... if Even if, like, French culture is different, like, that's just, like, this person... Like, you gotta understand that, like, Americans, like, don't have the same culture as French people. Like, they... Like, people wouldn't, like, just be, like, oh, let me do this, you know? Do you think anyone would, like, actually do that? I, I don't know. I don't think so. I yeah. I think they would be more aware of, like, or, like, slightly aware of cultural norms for Americans if, like, they're just, like, coming to work there. Yeah. Good grief. Good old Emily. <laughs> The show also paints French people to be really lazy, too. In one of these episodes, she was sitting down with Luke and talking about how Americans live to work, but French people work to live. And yeah, I guess Americans are very focused on their careers and their jobs. Um, I think it depends on the person. Like, I just think that that's how some people live in either country. Like, some people are very focused on their job, and some people, like, work hard, play hard. 
and, and, and it just depends on what type of person you are. You can't generalize about an entire country of people, like two entire countries of people. Yeah, I, but like I, at the same time, like, it's definitely like a huge American stereotype. Like, and even like when we went to Australia, just like we immediately noticed how everything was slowed down. People walk slower. People are just like happier in general. Like, you do notice that. I, like, can't say anything specific about, like, France. Like, I was, I've only ever, like, visited there for a few days. But I've, like, in most countries that I've been to that aren't the U.S., everything is at least slightly slower paced and people take more time for themselves. Yeah, but also at the same time, people still care about their jobs. Like, oh yeah, the show makes it seem like French people don't care about their jobs and, like, people were so offended by that. Yeah. But... I wish that I could live in a country where things were slower and people actually took time out for themselves. And like, I feel like in America, people are always bragging about how busy they are. Like, they're like, oh, I'm busy. I'm so busy with my life. Like, Mm -hmm. just look at me. I'm so busy. But I'm like, why do you want to be busy all the time? Yeah, no, but like, I'm also that like, I'm like, I don't want to be busy all the time, but I feel like I'm being unproductive if I'm not busy all the time. And, like, then I, <laughs> like, overwork myself, and I'm like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> and my life is stressful. And I almost, like, applied for a job yesterday. Like, why would I do that to myself? I really don't need to do that right now. Yeah, you have a lot on your plate. <laughs> anyway, um, okay. So, episodes five and six... So in episode five, Emily's, like, kind of trying to be, like, fake friends with Camille because she's been mess- kind of messing around with Gabrielle. She also somehow gets invited to an influencer event <laughs> because she's an influencer. Um, but, like, they're a company that used to work for or used to be partnered with her marketing firm and then they left because things something happened. And there's, like sexual tension between her and Gabrielle and then there's also this idea of bed marketing so like this mattress luxury mattress firm like wants her or them to market them in a good way and she's like well why don't we put the beds in the most touristy spots of France which is like if they're a luxury bed why would they want to be associated with tourists but anyway also basically just germ factory yeah and they just like put a bed in the middle of a street like a the most amazing street in Paris like a random street open air like what if it rains <laughs> it's just like very weird and that ends and in episode six Mindy's like having a hard time she might have to go back to China but then um they get this new client Cadeau he's a frame famous French designer and he calls her basic because she has an Eiffel Tower charm on her bag. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're in France and you put an Eiffel Tower charm on your bag? I hate her. Like, are you the biggest tourist in the world? Like, are you, like, flashing rob me? What? What? It honestly baffles me how she hasn't gotten pickpocketed yet. <laughs> Like, are you serious? Ah. Anyway, also in this episode, she meets another guy, hooks up with that guy, and then 
Mindy can sing. She goes on a double date with Gabrielle and Camille with this other guy, a philosophy professor. <laughs> Super obnoxious. She also um, goes to the ballet and then breaks up with this guy because she realizes how pretentious he is. Um, she also was drinking Starbucks in Paris. I wrote that down. That made me so, so mad. Like, come on. Any any other place. Like, there are hundreds of amazing cafes in Paris, and you choose to go to Starbucks. Like, the worst American ever. If you drink Starbucks in any other country that besides America, you deserve to get deported immediately. Goodbye. Yeah, it's just like, no. There's like a cafe culture. Mm-hmm. It's and so important. It, yeah, it really is. And you go to Starbucks. Sure, okay. <laughs> and then, so she lost a kiddo account because she was basic. Um, and then she just gets him back because she, why not? Because everything comes easy to her. Life is all rainbows and unicorns for Emily. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, yeah. That that was five and six. And honestly, I wrote it again. I hate her hats. They're her so hats dumb. <laughs> like, a hat can be cute, but not, not no. <laughs> Do you want to hear what was really triggering about episode six for me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she immediately meets this guy, like the guy that... The philosophy guy, his name is Toma, and I couldn't stop thinking about when we talked about Swan Lake, how much we hated Toma. He was so awful and creepy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And this guy was so awful and creepy. And um, we're talking about Black Swan. You said Swan Lake, just so like. Everybody... Oh, Black Swan. Sorry. <laughs> um, and uh, he was like talking about how he wanted to keep. He didn't want to shower the day after they hooked up because he wanted her scent on him, which is weird. And then the ballet that they end up going to is Swan Lake. Mm-hmm. And his name is Toma. Oh, my God. The coincidence <laughs> is here. Yeah. So that was just I was triggered by that whole thing. But like, I just hate Emily so much. Like when they were like hooking up or whatever the sounds that she was making she was like oh yes uh-huh yes <laughs> great like stop you're so annoying yeah and her lingerie is so annoying too <laughs> honestly i didn't even notice that she even mismatches patterns in her lingerie that's how you know it's bad <laughs> okay oh god Okay, we'll move on. <laughs> I don't know what I was Like, there's just, like, nothing happens, but everything happens, and everything's bad. Like, it's just, like, it's just, like, a meh show. Like, everything's just, like, really? Like, why'd you do that? Mm-hmm. It's basically, like, every episode, Emily messes up something, and then by the end of it, everything's solved. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, everything's gonna be fine in the end. Yes. And that happens again in episode seven. <laughs> Yes. So now we're moving on to episodes seven and eight. Sylvie is planning on going out of town with Antoine. It's weird because his wife is okay with them having an affair because allegedly that's part of French culture, <laughs> um, which, you know, I don't think is quite true. Um, but Sylvie basically leaves Emily to babysit an American uh, actress um who's supposed to be hosting this party and um she's very weird and rude 
Um, and so she has to, the American actress has to wear this one specific watch um, that's worth like $2 million at the party. Um, and they lose her and the watch. And so um, they basically have to find out a way to get it back. And Sylvie is kind of like a boss ass bitch and is like, she fixes everything because Emily couldn't. And yeah. Oh, the one thing that I ab- like really, really hated about this was that when they find Brooklyn Clark, Brooklyn's the, the actress, and when they find her, she's in her hotel room like with some random guy. But Emily just decides to take a picture of this girl's nightstand, which has like <laughs> drugs and stuff on it, and post it online as like wild night out or whatever. <laughs> And it's like, what are you doing? Like, you have, like, a legitimate job where your social media presence matters. Mm-hmm. I get, like, being a, wanting to, like, post whatever you want on your own social media. Like, that shouldn't affect your job. But when social media is your job. And it works huh? out, too. She drunk posts, huh? like, a picture huh? of a dress and drugs. And it, like, turns out to be a hit. Like, what? Um, No. No. Yeah. Also... Gabrielle and Emily kiss again at this club while they're looking before they start looking for the movie star and um which is like messed up to begin with and then Gabrielle is like drunk driving his moped yeah which is annoying they're such bad people but yeah so episode eight Camille and Gabrielle are having relationship problems so Camille decides um, to take Emily on a trip to her chateau to talk business with her mom. Um, And uh, somehow Gabrielle ends up going and it's really awkward. Um, And Mindy's friends from China are visiting for a bachelorette party and they make her go up on stage and sing a song at this drag club. And um, it's apparently a hit. I, I don't know. She sings Chandelier, which is kind yeah. of a hard song to nail. And I yeah. don't know if she nailed it, honestly. Yeah. But she's good. She's like, you yeah. know. Yeah. And so, um, basically, Camille's like, when, when you're at my chateau, like, I want to introduce you to my brother. You guys will hit it off. And so, you know, they do hit it off. They end up sleeping together. And the next day, it turns out that Emily hooked up with the wrong brother. Because the brother that she hooked up with was 17. Ah! <laughs> um, Why? She has hickeys all over her neck. This is a business meeting, essentially. She has hickeys all over her neck. Hooks up with her friend's you know, younger brother. <laughs> and... <laughs> The thing is that it doesn't even go poorly for her because they don't care. The mom's mom's like, is my son a good lover? Lover. What? (laughs) What? (laughs) That is just so wrong on so many levels because Emily is probably like, what? So say she graduated, she was like 22. She had to work her way up to get promoted so high. She's She's probably like 24, 25, 25. 26. Hooking up with a 17-year-old. That's not right. Like, that's so, like... Maybe, like, consent laws are different in France, but, like, that's still, like, so wrong, especially when this is, like, marketed towards Americans. But, like, to, like, this is being shown to American people generally, right? And you're just, like, there are no repercussions for this 
woman in her late twenties sleeping with a seventeen-year-old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. I just think that the show should honestly be centered around Camille because she is the only thing that saves it. She's the only character that's not annoying, and she deserves so much better than those two as her friends. That is true. And also, like Emily's outfits just don't make sense. Like. It is the middle of the night, and she couldn't sleep, so she's, like, in jeans and heels sitting by the pool. Yeah. Like, what? I have no explanation. It's just so messed up, so awful. Justice for Camille. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in episode 9, we see, like, Emily's plan for their champagne, and it's so stupid. Like, she really just, like, lowers the quality. Like, not, like, quality, but, like, she's, like, okay, we're going to have one brand be spraying champagne and one be drinking champagne. (laughs) But it's, like, a French champagne that is high quality. Like, you're going to, like, reduce it to a spraying champagne. Like, even though it's like, has a different name, it's still under the same company. That's what they're going to be associated with. Stupid, stupid, stupid idea. And it works out great. Um... Also, Camille tries to set Emily up with someone at this thing. Um, she also, like, meets this random Southern American woman um, yeah. who's part of the Friends of the Louvre um, and is like, can you get Kiddo to donate a dress for our auction? She's like, yeah, sure, of course. Like, that's so easy. It's, like, shouldn't be, but it is. Um, and then the model who's supposed to wear the dress at this fundraiser doesn't show up and Emily has to wear the dress and Mm. these other two like designers like buy the dress but then they like cover in spray paint or like the splatter paint on it as like a I don't know social commentary or something um and then Kato is so upset he's like um yeah and then episode 10 is like a wild ride so Emily like Meets up with Kiddo's nephew, because he's, like, canceling... The actual designer's, like, canceling his his show for Fashion Week, which is this episode. And then Emily gets fired, because she sucks, which is, like, probably the only good thing to happen. But then her two co-workers are like, you can't actually get fired in France. Like, just, like, come in every once in a while and move things around in your desk, and you, it'll just, like, go away. Like, okay. And Camille and Gabrielle are fighting because he doesn't want her mother's help. And Gabrielle's like, I'm moving to Normandy, which is where he's from, to, like, start my own restaurant. And then, like, Emily is an inspiration for Cadeau, and he comes up with this new design, and he's like, I'm back. And, um, Mindy moves in with Emily, and Cadeau takes over the, um, the fashion show of the people who ruined his dress. So he, like, ruins their show because they ruined his show. Um, he makes all these really tacky dresses that are just, like, colorful tulle. Um, and Plus, then, he makes it seem like it's revolutionary, but we've seen those designs several times from other, um... Yeah. Fashion houses. So. Like, it's it's nothing new. Like, the fa- like that, that was also, like, they weren't good dresses, but they were also just, like, other people have done that. Anyway, then Sylvie's like, you're not fired! And then she, like, gets with Gabrielle, but it's also kind of dating this dating Kiddo's nephew, and they're gonna go to an island for the weekend or whatever, um, but then Gabrielle's like, oh, I'm staying in Paris because Antoine is financing the restaurant. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And everything works out in the end. They end up sleeping together, too. Yep. Yeah. Um, There's just so much going on in the 10th episode. Like, fired, not fired. Fashion Week's canceled. Fashion Week's back. And then, like, Gabrielle's leaving. Gabrielle's back. It's like, mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the last episode did really um, make me want to go to Paris and find love, though. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, everyone's going to love you there. And you're going to have so many people that are fighting over you. Um... I doubt that, but <laughs> I just don't want to be in America. Get me out of here. I hate it here. Can you believe it's, like, two weeks, less than two weeks of the election? Get me out of here. I'm, like, so scared. Everybody vote, please. Please. Please vote for someone who's not Donald Trump. Actually, no, specifically vote for Joe Biden, because if you vote for someone who's not Donald Trump, that's basically a Trump vote. If it's not Are we Biden. allowed to say that? I feel like we are. I mean, why wouldn't we be allowed to say that? I don't know. I thought there were, like, rules about that. But I guess that's, like, if you're, like, saying, like, you'll give something if they vote for them. Yeah, you can talk about who you want people to vote for. Oh, okay. I don't know. We have free speech. <laughs> um... Yeah, you heard it here first, everyone. Joe Biden has, how have we never seen this before, podcast endorsement. <laughs> also, Joe Biden has um an island on Animal Crossing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't have, I've never played it, but, like, it was pretty cool just, like, seeing someone on TikTok go around and look at it. Yeah. <laughs> they had, like, polling stations and everything. It was great. You can get um a sign a Joe Biden, like, uh, yard sign. And there's also, like, sweaters and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But, basically, back to the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so the show kind of is awful, but at the same time, it's kind of like a train wreck. Like, I yeah, a car accident, if you will. I hate it. It's awful. It is disturbing. However, I cannot stop watching it. Yeah, it's like it's kind of like the the first debate. Yeah, where it was just like a disaster, but like so many things were happening, you had to watch it. Yeah, not to bring it back to the election, but <laughs> um, the most political episode yet. Yeah, like I kind of I do want to know what happens with Gabrielle, like, and if like in the second se- if there if there is a second season, and if they like make it so like she just keeps hooking up with random guys. And then, a bit, like, in the last episode, they're finally together. I will be annoyed, and I won't watch a third season. I know. It's just so hard, like, to keep up with all the men that she dates. Because they're all yeah. the same person. Yeah, that's what's, like, hard. Like, I don't, like, I don't care if you, like, date a million people. But, like, in a show, like, <laughs> it's all the same person. And it's, like, a new person every episode. So it's, like but almost like 10 episodes of random new guys and you're just like i can't remember the names of any of them and like how are they different yeah yeah it also like annoys me how emily is like oh i'm such a good person i see i see like the i see the good in people but then like we'll just sleep with her her, one of her closest friends at this point because it doesn't seem like she has any american friends (laughs) like yeah back at chicago she hooks up with her like closest friend's boyfriend several times and then lies straight to her face about it 
yeah, it's pretty pretty awful. I hate her. She kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't like anything else to say about the show. <laughs> um, all I have to say is, um, je déteste Emily. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, say la vie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but like, I'm kind of like that. I watched it just because, like, it's been so, you know, everyone's talking about it. So, so we true. had to, we had to watch it, you know. Mm-hmm. If you would like more, how have we never seen this before? Uh, feel free to follow us on Instagram. It's how have we never podcast. Um, follow us on Twitter. It's how have we never, and find us on Facebook. Um, how have we never seen this before? Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully we have a dynamic show with uh, not two-dimensional characters next week. I don't know what we're going to do. We haven't planned that far ahead, but we'll see. (laughs) But we'll uh, see you next week. Bye. Bye. you've made it to the end of our podcast we hope you enjoyed listening how have we never seen this before is produced by isabel barone the music is by scott holmes the podcast art is by michael beaumont over at monitor comics and our social media is run by lauren cola thanks for listening